You're listening to the Fockdown Nation Network. Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson, comedian, musician, theme park phenologist. How do I do? What is up, everyone? Man, this is a very special episode of Robert Land. It is uh, kind of our year anniversary special. It's not the best of Robert Land, because would, it would take too long, man. There's too many things that I, I feel like I, I, I was happy with with this show. But we're trying to do something special for the year anniversary. Uh, and I thought it'd be fun to put together one of my favorite segments, one of your favorite segments of the show, Theme Park Memories. Uh, string it all together for a Theme Park Memory Fest featuring pretty much every Theme Park memory that's ever been on the show. Theme Park Memories is a, a quick segment that we do on the show um, that kind of includes a lot of characters and special guests and all of our uh, legions and armies of loyal listeners and fans that include William Hung. Uh, no, there, I, there's a lot of special guests that I'm really excited about to uh, bring to your attention if you have not heard that yet. But uh, it's definitely, um, it's been a wild ride. Uh, it's been a Mr. Toad's wild ride. <laughs> a lot of DUIs, drinking and driving, dying and going to hell. Uh, that's a Disneyland classic attraction that I'm referring to, which also plays to the theme of the fucking program, which y'all should know at this point by now. But uh, it is a theme park podcast, but it is a comedy podcast. You know, I a year ago, uh, the show was, was launched. But it was like in November of 2019 when uh, we started recording these. And, um, you know, a lot of comedians that, that I know, when they do podcasts, it usually is about life. Uh, but it's always it just it's always about comedy or what's going on with, you know, what did the Repubs say? What did the, the Dems say? or what? And, you know, I think that those things are uh, can be talked about on the show. We definitely get to everything. I mean, we talk about... Uh, Talk about a lot of crazy shit, and uh, and I'm happy with that. But uh, you know, I feel like this show also just the theme park premise might be a little escapism during all this craziness. I mean, we've lived how many decades in one year, uh, and they've been not boring. I and mean, I'm kind of tired. I kind of want to just not have a historical day anymore. I mean, don't you? But uh, you know, when, when I started doing the podcast, I just thought it'd be fun to. Do something a little different. Have a little little creativity, a little little spark of imagination, you know? Because, I don't know, I, I'm a big fan of sketch comedy. Big fan. I mean, I'm a, I love, that's what I did first, was uh, public access sketch TV. So I love doing character stuff. And, uh, and I love, you know, hearing about people's experiences at theme parks, especially coming from mainly comedians. It's just a different mechanism to talk to people too. So it's uh, it's been fun, and I, and I, you know, I had no clue when we started recording these that the world was going to uh, go through that. I had no idea that there'd be a virus that shuts down the planet and makes the show nostalgic uh, immediately. I didn't know that there would be, you know, the village people storming the capital. 
for a secret reunion show. Uh, I, I had no idea that this stuff was going to happen. But, you know, I think that's the beauty of the show when I realize, when I think about it, is that, you know, it kind of hopefully uh, takes you to a, a different time, you know, in your life. I mean, unless you live in Florida or China, most theme parks aren't open yet. But um, I'm kind of dating myself because I have no idea when you're going to be listening to this. But yeah, I mean, we're de- right now it is early 2021. So when you're listening to this in 5,000 years after the Great War, um, you know, this is what life was like, guys. Um, we uh, talk about buttholes and... Uh, Disneyland, but uh, I'm I'm excited. This is the first clip show ever of Robert Land. Um, we've run out of ideas. No, there's a lot of crazy new episodes I put on wax that I'm excited to share with you that'll be coming up. But I thought I'd commemorate something. This podcast kind of it really helped me get through this insane year. Just having that task, you know, outside of because it was like the rug was pulled out from everybody you know and i'm just glad to have this and uh thankful for anyone listening and uh it's been it's been super fun a lot more fun stuff coming up but you guys are in for a treat i can't talk yours off anymore because we've got a very epic episode but theme park memories um you know if you're not familiar you will be because it is like a you're gonna be if there's any episode to do fucking drugs and listen to the pod this is the one because it's very dreamlike uh these theme park memories but you know dreamlike with hilarious stories of theme parks and uh a lot of a lot of you know sandra yokolano uh tyler gooch those guys contribute a lot of those over the the past year and they're hilarious i mean sandra's wordplay tyler gooch's crazy stories that uh, always have a twist that are like uh, M Night Shyamalan if he was a comedian. Uh, I I love I love all of these uh, people that have contributed, especially the ones that I've uh, paid uh, with Monopoly money. <laughs> but no, you guys, there's some very special guests, um, you know. So I'm excited for you to listen to uh, this very unique episode of Robertland. Usually, it's the monologue here. Uh, which is much shorter, uh, usually. And then there's a theme park minute or theme park memory uh, segment and theme park minute and then the interview. But in this one, we're going to have a theme park minute and then just all of the theme park memories ever and all the world of our time. So here we go, guys. Uh, get ready. Enjoy. Check out Robert Lane and Patreon. Um, it's been a fucking bonkers year but i didn't know what i'd do without it so here we go your theme park minute with zach hillman this is theme park minute with zach hillman many people don't feel safe strapping into a roller coaster well if that describes you then bad news You also have to worry about being attacked by wild animals while you fly by the seat of your pants. In one very famous case of an animal encounter, Fabio collided head-on with a goose at Busch Gardens in 1999. According to Fabio, the run-in was only awkward because the goose was also a well-known model for romance novel covers. I guess it is a small world after all. Bet you didn't know that, did you? Well, here is your theme park Memory Memory Fest! Fest. 
theme park memories. Hi, this is uh, Dottie, uh, and I remember uh, the first year that the Haunted Mansion opened, uh, my husband finger blasted me so hard that I was wailing like a banshee. And it's always held a special place in my heart. Theme park memories. Yeah, I remember the first time I went to Disneyland. It was probably 1977. And, you know, they had the fireworks. They had a lot going on. But I'll be damned if I didn't see an intergalactic spaceship while I was on the Jungle Cruise. Now, nobody noticed it. Me and one other guy, we noticed it. Because, I mean, there's so much crazy stuff happening in Disneyland. But I'll, I'll be damned. I've gone back there every year since then and if you go there at the same time you go to jungle cruise you'll see it every year i think they might, they might be in cahoots theme park memories dude probably my best memory of a theme park was this one time that me and my boy chalmers were like on this bender in san diego and somehow we got a hold of some wild shrooms these were heavy potent so we, we had the idea, let's take these and let's go to SeaWorld. Because they say that, like, we have a connection to whales, dolphins, you know, us being mammals. So we took those and it was the weirdest thing. Because, like, right when the shrooms kicked in, I kid you not, dude, one of the whales busted a fat nut in the tank, dude. It was the funniest thing I ever saw and we were, we were shrooming dude so we were just like whoa it's like what if the tank got pregnant you know I mean it's like a petri dish when you think about it man I, oh man dude best night of my life hands down theme park memories theme park memories I don't have any positive memories of ever being at a theme park. I don't like theme parks. The last time I went to a theme park, I bought a snack. And I asked them specifically to give me change back only in nickels. Because I don't like any other type of change. I don't like quarters. I don't like the ridges on the side of them. I don't like the way that feels. In any event, the low IQ cashier couldn't count out the correct amount of nickels. I was flabbergasted. Security came up to me and told me to stop yelling. I told them I wasn't yelling. They threw me out of the park that day. I will never go back to a theme park. Ever. Theme park memories. Is this Robert Land? Hi. I, uh... I love all the theme parks. I like going to Disneyland and um, watching people ride the rides. I don't actually go on any rides. I, I just like watching people. I especially like watching John Shevsky. Um, I like when he rides the rides, and I can watch him from afar, and I can watch him up close. My favorite ride is Space Mountain, because I can watch him, and he doesn't know I'm watching. And I can breathe on the back of his neck, but he doesn't know it because he thinks it's just the, the gust of wind from the ride. Theme Park Memories. Hey, what's up, you fucking pendejos out there? What's up? This is Jolina right now. I'm just calling because I wanted to tell you about a story about this one time I had to stab a bitch at Knox Scary Farm. It was fucking crazy, eh? First of all, 
I go through all the mazes, right? That shit ain't even scary, dog. That shit ain't even fucking scary, dog. None of it, eh? But I come out, right? Some bitches eyeballing me, right? Giving me the fucking stink eye. Also, I'm gonna try to make this quick because I'm calling from a correctional facility that shall remain nameless. I shall not name the name of it right now. I shall not speak the title of this correctional facility that I am at right now. But anyway, that's fucking neither here nor there. So I'm at fucking Knox Scary Farm, right? This bitch is giving me the evil eye, dog. And I'm like, hey, what's up? I stepped to her. I'm like, what's up, bitch? You want to get fucking... Look, I don't want to say what you want to get, but it rhymes with stabbed. It rhymes with that. Oh, fuck. Stabbed. All right. I told her I was going to stab her, all right? Allegedly. But anyways... So I walk up to her, eh, right? I'm like, don't be giving me the evil eye, bitch. So I go up, man. I sweep her fucking legs out from under her. Fucking put her in the camel clutch. And then I fucking threw her into the moat. And that was the last we ever saw of her, right? Until I get a call from my parole officer telling me that I attacked one of the actors at Knox Scary Farm. She wasn't giving me the evil eye. She was just acting as... A creature, character, something trying to scare me, right? But I wasn't fucking scared, eh? And I stay unscared, non-scared. You can't fucking scare me, eh? I'll fucking stab you, dog. And that's the fucking long and the short of it. But, you know, I get out in a few months, eh? And hopefully next year... You know, I could go back to Knox Scary Farm, eh, and fucking find that bitch, eh? I'ma stab her again, eh? I'ma stab her again, throw her back in the fucking moat, eh? So fuck it. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. Yo, what's up, dude? It's your boy Troy. Dope pod, my man. Uh, I wanted to talk about this one time that I was on a roller coaster, but it wasn't like a normal roller coaster. It was like a roller coaster in the middle of a cyclone. And also the cyclone was made out of rainbows, but it wasn't just a normal rainbow because I could taste the rain- Oh shit, man. Sorry, I'm thinking about this time that I smoked salvia and ate some Skittles. My bad. Theme park memories. Uh, favorite theme park memory, uh, going to Boomer's. In Upland, California, they have uh, arcade, uh, cotton candy, uh, miniature golf. I remember being on the bumper cars with my brother-in-law and bumping him so hard that he got the brain damage and uh, he paralyzed now. He, he likes how he's uh, a vegetable. That's probably my favorite theme park memory. Yeah, theme park memories. Oh, damn, dog. Okay, I got through twice. All right, that's fucking fly. Uh, yeah, this is your boy Troy again. Uh, fuck yeah, sorry about last time. Uh, so I wanted to talk about this one time that like I was on I was on a merry-go-round and like the the wind like blew through my arm hair, but then like but then it like it coursed through my entire body and all of a sudden. I saw that it was the energy of the entire universe surging through me, bro. And, oh, shit, sorry, dude. I was totally on acid. That's not a normal merry-go-round. Theme Park Memories. Hey there, Rob.
Robert, long-time listener, uh, first-time caller. I'm from Santa Claus, Indiana, where we have the proud theme park, Holiday World, and Splash and Safari. But it's broken up into four parts. We got Halloween, Christmas, Fourth of July, and Thanksgiving. And uh, my favorite memory comes in the Christmas part of the park. I was there, and, uh, you know, they had Mrs. Claus come out for the children. And I'd never seen a woman with a thicker rump in my life. And I was about 13 years old, so I got my first boner, and I was worried people would laugh. So I got on the Reindeer Games ride, which has a three-story drop. And let me tell you, man, I don't do well with uh, motion sickness, so I threw up all over myself. And when I was sitting there covered in a throw-up with the full erection, it made me realize it was the day I abandoned my adolescence and turned into the straight holiday-loving man I am today. It's my, that's my favorite memory that I have to tell you about. I love you, Robert. And uh, my wife got one question. Uh, Robert, is that named after the uh, famous general Robert E. Lee? All right, thank you, Robert. Theme park memories. Uh, you know, my favorite time at the theme park was at Disneyland in Paris. You know, I had a good time. I had a little bit of fromage, a little bit of wine. And at one point, Mickey Mouse, he walked up to me and he said, Hey buddy, would you like to try some shrooms? Gratuit, that means free. I said, man, oui. So I took these shrooms, I sat on the grass, and I rode a roller coaster with my third eye. Theme park memories. Hey, 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 this is Rick from Rialto, uh, calling in with my theme park memory. Uh, the best theme park memory that I have as a child uh, would probably be when I went to Disneyland. And it wasn't because of the rides or the food or the atmosphere. Uh, it was actually because of my cousin, uh, my cousin Ivan, who we called Evan because he was rather large. Uh, basically what happened is he shit his pants going down Splash Mountain. Uh, the G-force caused his stomach to just blurt out whatever was in there, uh, which was full of churros and ices. And uh, the, the worst part was that we had to actually leave. We had to actually leave because he didn't have any extra undies. So uh, I've been to Disneyland since, and uh, I can't help but smile every time I see Splash Mountain, you know? <sighs> Goddamn, Splash Mountain. Theme Park Memories. Doug Benson here to say congratulations to Robert Land on its 20th episode. I also love theme parks in addition to movies. Been going to Disneyland since I was one years old, although I don't know if that first visit counts because my parents told me that they packed up me and my brother in San Diego one morning and drove up to Anaheim in the pouring rain. Uh, we all went inside the Disneyland park, rode the monorail all the way around. When we got off, it was still pouring down rain, so everybody just got in the car and drove back to San Diego. But I've had many successful visits since then, and here's to 20 more episodes of Robert Lab. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. Uh, my name is John Foster, and my uh, great-great-grandfather actually invented the merry-go-round. Uh, in his mind, it was a way to embody uh, uh, the existential dread that he felt uh, going through the hollow paces of a life without meaning. Uh, as he put it, uh, one would experience joy at, at seeing their family recede away from them, only to experience 
the Sisyphean terror of seeing that family immediately return back into their field of view. He was a real son of a bitch. Theme Park Memories. That was the most favorite day of my whole life. I was coming off a Galactica at the Atoll Towers. It was so beautiful day. I had my beautiful wife and two gorgeous children with me. And we come off a ride, right? My wife look at her head, she's all blown old back, looking all crazy like a goofball. And now you want to see a picture of what it was going to take. We took a picture of the hair all crazy, and my wife would put a finger in her nose, and one of my kids was making a funny face, and my other kid was throwing up. It was a beautiful picture. But I look over here, I try to take a picture, and a picture that's on the screen, they're trying to buy it, but try 25 quid for it, no thank you. And so I look at the guy, he says, no pictures of the pictures. I look down at him. The guy got no hair, he's got a tinge of green skin, and his eyes start blinking right to left. I notice my wife, I go, look, 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 he's a, he's a lizard man. And she goes, you're crazy. I look back, he looked completely normal. And I look in the mirror, and he was no reflection in the mirror. It was both complimenting and crazy. Theme Park Memories. Hey, Rob, what's up, buddy? Uh, appreciate you being a fan of the hyenas. You asked me to share a funny theme park experience um, for the podcast, Robert Land. Um, I, a funny theme park experience? What's the fun? What's something that we've done in a theme park? What's a funny theme park experience? Oh yeah, one time, one time, um, I my girlfriend, I, I, she said when she was, Delilah, stop. When she was pregnant, when she was pregnant uh, with my daughter, when she was on the bungee jump, as she was going up, I yelled, I yelled to everyone that she was pregnant. Or did I yell that I was pregnant? I don't remember. I remember. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she was pregnant on a bungee cord. It was stupid. Um, What else did I do? Why do you... I like a funny theme park experience. I don't know. Listen, Robert Land. I don't know what to tell you, okay? I just, I'm going to listen to your podcast, and what's a funny theme park experience? I'm trying to think of something good. One of, one of, my friend Patty Flyballs broke his fingers, uh, broke two of his fingers once outside Great Adventure in the parking lot. We were waiting for the park to open, and we were playing taps, and he broke two of his fingers, and he went on the ride anyway. And then I knew somebody who fell out of a roller coaster and died. I don't know. All right. I'll see you later. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. Yeah, I like to go to all the theme parks over there in Minnesota. I uh, like to also drink soda while I'm at the amusement parks uh, because I'm in Minnesota. But uh, when I'm drinking the soda, it's got to be a mini soda. You get what I'm saying? All right. Have a good day. Theme Park Memories. Sometimes when I go to Legoland with the kids, I like to pretend like I'm a Lego. I just stand still for hours, not drinking or eating or blinking. The kids will be crying and hollering, Grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa's dead. Someone help. And I play along, and then at one point I go, Boo, I ain't dead, I'm a Lego man. Theme Park Memories. Essay contest for a new ride called Space Shuttle America at Six Flags Great America. I was in sixth grade. This was 1994. You won and you got a scholarship to space camp. Now, back then they had two space camps, so I went down to Space Camp Florida. 
And I was a bad kid because I was really, you know, really strict parents at home. So you let me out with a bunch of kids. I'm just a wild child. I'm there in the cafeteria, you know, where you like, everyone did this as a kid, where you like mix all the different soda drinks and, and see how they taste. And like, I was just wild. And they tape part of what you do as like the final exercise at space camp where you're running a real fake, uh, fake, but kind of real in the context, space shuttle mission. And so I'm there on mission control at the computer and I'm just swearing up a storm because I was a big Star Trek fan and I assumed that all you do on, in a bridge or command situation, you go, damn it, damn it, shit, damn it, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and it was funny. So I didn't realize that they would mail a tape to my parents of just like specifically me and my space camp experience so <laughs> I remember it didn't come till the next school year like I was starting seventh grade and fortunately I got home by myself and I intercepted the tape in the mail and I was watching through it and there it goes like there I am in mission control going, damn it damn it shit and so I was this conniving look and I took a little magnet to this VHS tape I opened it up and I took refrigerator magnets and ran over and like erased the part of the tape where I was swearing. And I'm like, oh God, thank God. So now my parents were like, and then it's just like these weird white lines come across the screen and hide the fact that I was a bad kid at space camp. But for the essay contest, they invited everybody back for like an after party at Six Flags Great America. So I'm there with all these kids who won the ASCAT and got the scholarship and all their parents from all over the state of Illinois. <laughs> and they start playing this clip because they had a different copy of me in the, like doing the command and like in, in mission control for the space shuttle. And I'm like this 12 year old kid and I'm just like, and, and it's just like comes up right to the part where I know it's coming to like, I feel like I'm about to die. Like my heart is like all over them. Like, oh my God, my mom and dad are gonna hear that I'm dead. <laughs> Fortunately, they cut. They cut the clip of me in Mission Control like right before I know I said like, shit, damn it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, yeah, that's uh, that's my theme park story. But uh, Space Shuttle America, it, it really, I, it wasn't that much of a ride. I don't know if anybody got a chance to ride it back in the 90s, but uh, it kind of, uh, it was just these seats that kind of move, you know, where they have like the moving theater seats, so they move a little bit and uh, kind of go through this virtual uh fake space shuttle mission where it's firing lasers at asteroids and all types of things that aren't real. It wasn't scientifically accurate, but I did get a free ride to space camp out of it. So, hey, yeah, uh, thanks Six Flags, uh, what is it, 26 years later? <laughs> That's my theme park story. Theme park memories. Theme park memories. Hi, my name is Brett. I, I like I like theme parks and zoos because when you're lonely like me and you want to be around people, they're the only places to be where you don't look like a psycho. And um, it's funny, a giraffe once busted me, you know, smelling a woman's hair, uh, beautiful hair on a park bench. And um, I looked at the giraffe and I kind of laughed because I knew that, you know, he couldn't really identify me in court. Theme park memories. First time I ever went to a theme park, I was about five years old, and I was sitting on a bench underneath the Ferris wheel eating a snow cone or something. I happened to look up just as there was a gust of wind, and one of the ladies on the Ferris wheel's skirt rolled up, and I saw her entire beaver. <laughs> First beaver I ever seen, not the last. Theme park memories. Hey guys, Lydia Shahid here. I've got a funny story for you. Um, I shit my pants at Six Flags 
When I was like 16, I um, wasn't feeling too hot that morning. I got a little bit car sick driving out to Santa Clarita. And I, uh, right when we got to the park, we went on that ride, uh, the X. Yeah, um, all the flipping and turning in that ride made my tum my tummy turn. And I just exploded in my pants. <laughs> I feel like as soon as they buckled me into that ride, I just felt the pressure like it was a knock-in. And then as soon as my ass flipped, it just exploded out of my ass and in my pants. Good times. Haven't been to Six Flags since. Probably won't go back. Theme Park Memories. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is for Robin Thompson. And Robin Thompson has a podcast called Robert Land, and it's all about theme parks. Uh, did you hear about the theme park in Chernobyl? It's just like Disneyland, except the six-foot mouse is real. A hot-looking girl's waiting to get on the roller coaster. I went over to her and I said, uh, Why ride the roller coaster when you can ride me? She said, Because unlike you, the roller coaster can make me scream. Two cops show up at the Neverland Ranch, and uh, they find Michael Jackson laying there dead. One cop says to the other, okay, what do we do first? The other cop says, I don't know, I guess the Ferris wheel. All the best to you, Rob. Theme Park Memories. Hey Robert, first time, long time, calling in to complain about my worst theme park experience. I forgot the name of the park, but you know, it's, everybody wants to be Disney World now, so I show up one day and I, they're shocked that I hadn't bought a ticket online, so I have to wait in line for forever to buy a ticket. Then I go over and I have to wait in a long line just to go through the metal detector. You know, why are there two lines? But since so it's an hour now, and I'm just now getting in the park, and it's one of those places that had a ton of food options, but basically no rides. Food was super expensive, which is typical. But so I finally find a ride. I get in line, and of course the people at the Fast Pass get to go first. But I finally get in my seat. It's one of those, they go up and down, they check your seat, but like I'm not going to put that on, the one thing holding me in place. And it's one of those roller coasters that just starts off going full speed and sends you straight up a hill. So I put my hands up going up the hill, and then we level off. Right no downhill or anything, like no flips, no anything, just for three hours going straight. And then we hit the downhill, we hit the brakes, roll back to the station, and this is the worst part. I get off the ride, go to get my stuff out of the cubby, and all of a sudden we're in Dallas-Fort Worth, and the restaurants are all different, and I can't find where I parked. Theme Park Memories. Uh, hi, so, uh, I don't normally complain. I'm just not a complainer, but this is, I couldn't hold this in any longer. Um, last year, I was, as you guys know, I'm very sensitive to auxiliary sounds and uh, flashes of light and I think of myself as a very strong person but I'm, I'm very when things flash loud and, and the sound it, it, it puts me in a bad place but I had a friend convince me and uh, Lori um, she convinced me to go to Not Scary Farm and I kept saying I don't want to be scared I'm, I'm not I'm not someone that wants to be scared and she said no it's not scary farm it's that's what they, they call it. it's not scary farm she said that we won't be scared because it's not scary and I I trust her, and I went, and I'm currently undergoing um, a lot of therapy, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, because 
There was a, a man, and he had, he had a very scary mask on, and his fingers had metal. They, they clanged. I, 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 I can't even put my silverware away after doing the dishes because the clanging. It, 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 the, the clanging. The, the clanging. I, I think I also got food poisoning from a funnel cake. But I just, just wanted. I just, if you, if you tell Lori I said hello. Theme park memories. Hey Robert, um, I love the show. Just calling in with some memories. I lived in Southern California, just like a million of your guests. So I probably have all the same stories. But I remember Cat Castle Park, Camelot. Um, they used to call that Scamelot because kids are gross. And then, um, uh, yeah, Camelot and Bullwinkles used to be by the freeway. You could just hit miniature golf balls into the freeway, and then that's hilarious. And then, um, <clears throat> I, um, I remember good times in, uh, Disneyland. I, I went everywhere, not very far. The cowboys, the heart beating on the thing, that guy talking to you in the jail. I watched the Ninja Turtles live show at Not Very Farm. <laughs> um, in, in Disneyland, I remember going on a date with these girls, and it was, like, drunken, sexually charged time. It was amazing. And, um, I remember... You know, grad night, being on mushrooms in Toontown, and that was freaking scary, especially when it starts getting dark, and they start saying, get out of here, you, um, we, it, it, it was very emotional, but they are probably just saying, hey, it's closed right now, you gotta get out, but it's freaking, ah, yeah, then, um, I got to go on the Lily Bell, which is, like, this train car that was made for VIPs and celebrities, and, um, the odds of you going on that ride is, like, you'll probably never go on that ride. It's, like, real VIP or exclusive or some shit. Um, so, yeah, some amazing things. But my favorite thing is, um, that happened was, you know, in the Penny Arcade, that Pinocchio game where you make him dance? That thing's awesome. Theme Park Memories. Robert, how you doing, buddy? This is Steve Byrne. Yes, I do have a funny theme park story. Uh, by the way, congratulations on your podcast, Robert Land. Um, so I was in every summer, in, I grew up in Pittsburgh, and every summer we would go to Kennywood Theme Park. And Kennywood, I believe, is the home to the oldest roller coaster in the country. I know it's, I know there's something historic with the, the fact that it's the only wooden roller coaster that's still left in the country and I believe it might have been the first. Uh, I could be wrong about that but, but anyways we used to go to Kennywood all the time and I was in 8th grade. Every summer our school, Hampton High School or Hampton School District would have like a Hampton Day at, uh, at the theme park. So we, we, we went to the theme park and I was in 8th grade and I met this girl Courtney in 8th grade and I thought, oh my god, this is the first girl that might actually think that I'm, <laughs> that I'm cute or something. So I ended up kind of hanging out with her for a ride or two. And then my friend told me, he's like, hey, you got a huge nose hair hanging out of your nose. And I was like, oh, I, and I thought, I thought he was just joking with me because I was hanging out with this girl. I was like, okay, good one, good one. So I went on this ride with the girl again, and then I, I never kissed a girl, and I thought, I guess this is probably when it's gonna happen, right? So I went in to kiss her, and she backed off, and I was like, what's, uh, 
what's wrong? And she said, oh, you got this huge nose hair hanging out of your nose. And then she dusted me. She left me. And you better believe I ran to the bathroom and saw this huge nose hair protruding out of my nose. Uh, and I pulled on it and yanked it. And I got totally cock-blocked by a nasal hair that was coming in in eighth grade. And I did not get my first kiss until I was a senior in high school. So pretty sad, tragic story. But that all happened at Cannywood. And every time I think of Cannywood Theme Park, <laughs> I always think about that nose hair and how my life might have been a little different if little Stevie Byrne had a little more confidence with the girls. But no, no, he had a nasal hair. All right, buddy, best to you. Theme Park Memories. Whoa, Steve Byrne. Theme Park Memories. Hi, hello, um, this is Cliff. Uh, I remember going through Disneyland as a kid and being a little overweight, but I was like morbidly obese as a kid. Really cute which is really, really fat. And um, my dad used to get really angry at me because he wanted to walk fast, because walking very fast, you don't get as tired as walking around moping slow. You keep your energy up, but I couldn't because my thighs were rubbing together. And I still kind of have that problem now, but now I've kind of adapted to it, and I just, I, I empower it. I made it a hashtag. But my thighs were rubbing together so badly, and they were like tire treads. They were made of like red flesh, and they were all excoriated. And I don't really know what that word means, but it sounds terrible. So I, I didn't really have fun memories as, as a kid going to Disney, Disney Park World, but as an adult... Theme Park Memories. Dude, one of my favorite memories of ever being at a theme park was years back at Knott's. I was smoking spliffs with my homies, and we got rolled up on by these like theme park cops tried to throw us in their little jail holding cell or whatever. But I remembered a trick a homie had told me about years before that. I told him I was smoking this stuff for medicinal purposes. Epilepsy. They didn't buy it. So I had to fake an epileptic seizure. And the thing was, while I was doing it, I had to take a dump really bad. So I fell on the ground faking this epileptic seizure, and I accidentally shit my pants, dude. It was hilarious, man. I lost a pair of pants, but I saved my ass. Theme Park Memories. Hey, this is from Robert. Actually, yeah, it is from you. Robert Thompson. For Robert Thompson. And my name is Billy West, by the way. And, uh... Congratulations on your podcast, Robert Land, on 24 episodes. Well, you know, I think that there's going to be a quick memory for theme parks as Larry Fine, although I don't know him. You don't know me? You want to hear about a theme park? There's a song called Psycho. That's a good theme, right, Mo? Let's make all amusement parks named Psycho. Theme Park Memories. Hey, Robert. It's Marky Ramon here. How are you? Congratulations on 24 episodes of your podcast, Robberland. I also hear you're a comedian and musician, and Ramon saved your life, and also you're a fan of The Voidoids, a great band. Anyway, my favorite ride is the roller coaster in Coney Island, the Cyclone. Anyway, I love roller coasters. So, that's my favorite ride. I wish you luck 
And I hope that your podcast continues to be a success. And hey-ho, let's go. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. Oh, hey, one time I tried to kiss a girl at Six Flags, and instead I got nervous and I screamed in her ear. And she's like, why'd you do that? And then I said, oh, I was just thinking about murdering you. And then she was like, oh, well, I'd rather die than have you try to kiss me. Okay, thank you. Theme Park Memories. Hey, Robert. So trying to dig up um, roller coaster memories actually has been kind of therapeutic for me. I have a memory that... um, I just remembered, and I was on a Dumbo ride at like a fair, and I think it was some kind of school board thing. Um, My grandma used to work for the school board. Not super necessary to the story. Anyways, I was probably like four or five, and this little cunt was sitting behind me, and she kept pulling on my hair the whole ride, and then I hated Dumbo for like a while. Theme park memories. I I just want to call and tell you the story about my my experience at Six Flags uh, Atlanta. Yeah, um, I was on that there uh, Batman ride and uh, I went on the loopy loop and I lost my hat. My daddy gave me that hat. His granddaddy gave him that hat. His granddaddy, granddaddy, granddaddy gave him that hat. And I was like, I'm not giving up my hat. So I went off the fence and I went to go get my hat and my hat got kicked off. And now I'm a goat, my hat. But I'm a headless goat and I got my hat back. I'd rather be a headless goat with some asshole who doesn't have his hat. You know, so I gotta say, I, I, get, I get six flags one time I went to Knott's Berry Farm with my parents and they took us when we were really, really young and we had to leave really early in the morning to get there because we lived across, we lived in Florida and there was only one in California so we had to leave like really early in the morning and I remember like getting there just like thinking like, who cares? Like. What does any of this matter? Because I'm going to be back in the car and afterwards, and I'm not going to care about the rides. I'm not going to, I mean, I had fun, but like, what's that the cost of, you know? Immediately, I'm going to be angry afterwards, and it's like, dude, I don't even care. And then, my dad makes me, making me pay him back for all the food that he spent. And I don't know if I can do it or not, because... I work at Knott's Berry Farm now, and I still live in Orlando, Florida. So I gotta, I gotta go. I, Dad, I, 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 theme park memories. Sometimes I like to go on a little walk in the Busch Gardens in Tampa. I can, I like to pick up all the cans in there, and uh, sometimes I like to freebase methamphetamine at the Busch Gardens in Florida. Theme park memories. <laughs> 
thank you for, for taking the time to, to listen to my side of the story here. And I knew Dylan's told his own side of the story several times. I, I believe he, he mentioned me on, on Lights Out uh, with David Spade. And uh, I, I honestly think that sometimes his, he, I would like to punch his lights out. Um, so here's, here's what happened. Um, so, as you guys know, I'm a huge supporter of any movement. Um, it doesn't matter what movement, I just I just support movements. And I just want to be part of the solution. And um, I, as you guys know, I raised $3,400 uh, for Black Lives Matter. And I, I took the money and I invested it into purchasing uh, multiple season passes for theme parks. And uh, my plan is to, as soon as they reopen again, I will start going to the theme parks and and spreading the word of, of BLM. Um, and I, as I was, as I was at Trader Joe's uh, last week, um, I was, and as you guys know, I have a very sensitive skin, very sensitive skin. So I was at Trader Joe's and I was shopping and I saw that they had chocolate hummus. I was very excited about the chocolate hummus, but I reached down and as I reached down to grab it, I looked up and there was a man shaking his head at me and he had a very round a very, a very soft round face, but his grin was very, very concerning to me. And I said, "Why are, why are you shaking your head at me?" And he said that I quote, and I quote, he said that I should be wearing a mask, and I'm, I'm a murderer. And I, I, as you know, I have very sensitive skin. I think, I think I mentioned that before. And I, I'm a sensitive person. My skin is sensitive. I, I'm not able to wear a mask. And in fact, I'm not even sure that it's actually safe to wear a mask. I, I heard that it cuts down your CO2 levels if you wear a mask. And I'm very concerned about the public. I don't want anybody to get sick, but. At the same time, I, I couldn't wear a mask, and uh, I, uh, he, he, he shamed me. He shamed me publicly, and I just for that I for that I, I sneezed on him, and I'm not sure. Uh, I, 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 I was supposed to get a COVID test, and I don't know if I have anything. But I, it's been it's been a very rough month, and I just I'm hoping that I'm, I'm hoping that he hears this, and he can forgive me, and I can forgive him, and, and for that. This is why America's great, and I just want to keep America as great as it is. Thank you so much. Thank you for hearing me out. Theme park memories. One of my best theme park memories is when my friends and I decided to get high and go on It's a Small World. Darren waited in line while the rest of us hotboxed the bathroom. When we went to go meet up with him at the front of the line, I could tell this bitch-ass dad who was with his kid was kind of butthurt about us going in front of him. It was bad energy. The weed wasn't kicking in right away, and I wanted to be faded when I got on the ride, so I took another rip right there on the down low in line. I passed it to Darren so he could get a little baked too. The dad piped up like a tightwad and said, Hey, could you not blow smoke in my kid's face? I hate when people bring bad energy around when I'm trying to get toasted so i turned around looked at the kid and i said you know where it's a small world in your dad's pants your dad's got a small dick dude the dad was pissed because he got roasted but he couldn't do anything about it because there were like eight of us anyway when i got on the ride the weed hit me super hard and it was badass but when i got off i totally felt nauseous i went over to the plant so i could yak and I accidentally bumped into that bitch ass dad he got a little bit of puke on his sandal he was super pissed after that if you put out bad energy like he did the universe will end up with you getting puke on your sandal karma's a bitch dude Theme Park Memories. One of my friends in fourth grade also had a birthday party at Knott's Berry Farm, and we convinced one of the girls that um, the ghostwriter was haunted. Theme Park Memories. Hey, I, I really appreciate you taking the time um, to, to hear about this. So, as you guys know, um, my name's Terry, and um, I go to a lot of theme parks. And uh, last year, um, pre-COVID, I went, to, I went to Universal Studios Scary Nights, and... It was, it was horrifying, and um, I really was scared because I, 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 it usually takes a lot to scare me. Um, I watch horror movies, you know, at least once a year, and um, 
generally in the daytime, but I, I don't get very scared. And so I thought if I go to the horror nights at Universal City, uh, that it would be, I, I, it, it would do, do a lot for me. It would, it, it help me build character and, and strengthen my fears. And so I went to, I went to the horror. I didn't, I didn't even get in. I planned to get in, and while I was in line to pay for my ticket. I had a small seizure. Um, I have a, a condition known as Lohmann's disease. A lot of people don't know about it, but it can cause seizures uh, when you're nervous or stressed out or just generally annoyed uh, by large groups of people. And so when I fell, um, there was a, a, a curb next to my head because it, were, it, was, it, was, it was very dangerous. And I luckily didn't hit the curb because um, Keith Carey, the comedian, he actually he grabbed me before he saw that I was going to fall. And I just wanted to say that, uh, first of all, thank you for grabbing me and saving me, Keith, from hitting my head. But uh, more than that, I'm, I'm a little upset and offended that he, 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 he took the, he deprived me of the experience of going to, into the park and getting to grow as a person. So I'm, I'm a little upset with him about that. And I, and I hope that he can understand why I'd be upset with him. And I hope he can come up with a decent apology because I would, I would hate to have to argue publicly, debate him on this, or, or even file a complaint with our local police department. So thank you for hearing, uh, hearing me out. Lee. Theme Park Memories. When I was seven years old, my mother took me to my birthplace. It was Six Flags over St. Louis. She'd wanted to have a water birth, but she didn't have a tub, so she was forced to use the log flume ride at Six Flags over St. Louis. I asked if I could meet my father, and she said yes, and she took me over to Six Flags Hurricane Bay and pointed at the wave pool. I asked if my father was in there, and she said, your father is not a man. So I come from the simulated ocean like some sort of Aquaman, I asked. Sort of, she said. Experts at the paternity trial ruled that there's enough semen floating around in the water that one in twelve women who steps foot in that wave pool likely becomes pregnant. Theme park memories. The only time I've been to a theme park I went to Six Flags. I was forced to go on a roller coaster. Then I shit myself since I'm scared of heights. Then, when I got off the roller coaster, I had to go behind the roller coaster into a wooded area uh, and remove my underwear and hide it in, in the woods under some leaves. Then, I spent the rest of the day walking around with my zipper uh, grinding against my crotch, uh, and I have not been to a uh, theme park since. Theme park memories. Hey, what's up, fool? Robert Land, hey, dog. Hey, what's up? It's uh, fucking Jaime, dog. Um, hey, I know you're doing that, um, uh, como se dice, uh, uh, memories from fucking, uh, the amusement parks and shit. Uh, like that song, eh? Like that song, uh, Memories from El Monte, you know, like that. Um, but hey, I got I got a good one for you, dog. Um, my primo gave me some uh, tickets one time. They, he he gets these uh he gets these vouchers and he makes like copies of like ginkos and shit. And uh, we weren't sure if they were gonna work, dog, but but they worked. I got me and my six kids in, plus my hyena and my primo. You know, shit's crazy, dog. Uh, don't let anybody in. But uh, we you know. Of course, you know me, I gotta be uh, pounding in the parking lot, you know, it's fucking, beer's expensive in there and shit, so, we're pounding in the parking lot, me and my primo, a few uh, cobras and shit, we walk in, 
And, um, hey, you ever notice that, uh, they got that Peanuts gang? Like, you know, I come from, I come from my gang, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say that on a podcast and shit, but, you know, got a few people after me, but, uh, they got the Peanuts gang, and, uh, hey, that, that Haina Lucy, hey, she looks fine, eh? She reminds me of this, this, this Haina I went to high school with that I used to fuck, bro, uh, Lucero, yeah, dog, anyway, um, so I don't know if it was the alcohol or what, but like something in my mind snapped, bro. And I saw Snoopy, and Snoopy is, you know, a rata. So uh, I know a Snoopy, and he, he's a big rata, ratting me out and shit. So I see Snoopy, and I'm all bad, so I walk just straight over there, and I, and I just give that full uppercut, and uh, Snoopy's head flies off goes into this crowd of kids and they're all tossing it around they're like oh shit Snoopy his head fell off and all the kids kids crying and shit and uh, I thought I was gonna get in trouble you know just like that time I was at Disneyland but uh what I noticed was the guy in the suit that fool was my homie Casper I was like oh shit hey Casper and uh so everything worked out but uh Casper got fired and shit but uh you know he's uh, collecting unemployment now but, you know, we still homies. Anyway, I'll talk to you later, dog. Hey, thanks for letting me use it. Uh, leave a message. Uh, we'll talk soon. Full uh, smoke of bloody shit, all right? All right. Peace. Theme park memories. Memories. Theme park memories. One year, my parents were going to take us to SeaWorld, but we couldn't afford it. So we went to a place that was kind of like a SeaWorld. It was like a carnival on the side of the road that people just came and put together but it was with sea animals and sea lions and just a big aquarium and it was called look and sea world and not sea world it was look and sea world because they didn't want to get you know shut down by sea world because sea world is always looking um but it was you know i didn't like it as much because there was not really any rides it was just looking at stuff and as a kid i didn't like it because i didn't appreciate the beauty and the majesty of sea animals and sea cows, you know, like manatees and whatnot. Um, but I enjoyed myself and like my regular fashion of being a kid that age, you know, probably around 10 or 12, I pooped myself at the amusement park and uh, we had a lot of fun that day and, you know, $8 hot dogs, I didn't have to pay for it, so it was great. Theme park memories. One of my fondest childhood theme park memories is when I was a child, we went to Knott's Berry Farm, and I remember asking my dad if I could get a funnel cake, but he told me, I'm sorry, son. You know I ain't got no money right now, so you'll just have to settle for my dick. On the flip side, I realized that it was actually not my dad, so it was actually my uncle. But um, bump. Theme park memories. Hey Robert Land, I just want to tell you about this uh, one time uh, I rode this ride uh, on Hollywood Boulevard, uh, wind up signing a contract for a million years of servitude. Turns out I had a bunch of things, uh, aliens living inside my body, and uh, yeah, I just thought you'd uh, you'd like to know, ride of a lifetime, man. Theme park memories. I have a I have a theme park memory. Oh boy. Um I was I was fifteen 
and I was what you would call an alonim, which was like a youth counselor for a Jewish program, great company, great people, great schmaltz. And one endeavor they would have us do every summer was take kids to Wild Rivers, R.I.P. Irvine, maybe, and I had to watch like eight 11-year-olds, and I'm 15 at the time, like 15, 16, and 11-year-olds and, and are, are the scourge of the youth pastures. They're awful. They're terrible. They have egos that just come out of their burgers. And so I take this group of 8, 10-year-olds, eight, eleven 11-year-olds to, to, to the, um, the Lazy River, and I just kind of like was like, you know what, guys, just go. Do your thing. I'm going to go get, like, uh, go get some chicken on a stick. All right, so you guys go do your thing. I'm going to get some chicken on a stick. Five minutes later, all the kids fucking disappear from my view, and I throw the chicken down onto the sopping wet floor of some little, like, water playground, and I just book it, and I literally go and run through this river and just grab all eight of my kids because I can't fucking find them. And so I'm just savagely grabbing just any 11-year-old I could see him yanking them towards my, my wet flesh. And then, and, then, and, and then I get to, like, maybe, like, the sixth kid, and I yank this kid who I thought was this kid that was a little shit. I think his name was, like, I don't know, like, David Baskowitz, something fucking smarmy. And I grab this kid, and he starts screaming, just, like, absolutely screaming. And I literally was just so over. I was like, dude, shut up, shut up. And I was screaming at him, and I'm pulling him. I didn't look at his face. I just assumed from his tiny little peanut head it was the kid. And I yank him, and we get out of the water, and I look at him, and he's not any of my kids that I was watching. He's just some little rando, some little fucking little little beatnik kid in, in the lazy river. And so he's screaming and crying, and I'm just trying to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And the other kids are looking at me weird, like, I'm fucking Epstein, and so I just, I, 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 I kind of Epstein the kid, I, 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 I quieted him down, and I gave him some dipping Dots to shut him up, and then I kind of hid from his mother that was looking for me, and just took eight other kids and just went on the other side of the park, but hey, you know what, R.I.P. Wild Rivers, the faded coloring pocket of, the uh, pocket, like armpit of Irvine, baby. Theme park memories, theme park memories. One time I was at Universal Studios at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And I could have sworn I saw Ron Weasley himself. Or was it Ed Sheeran? I don't know. It was one of those red-haired ginger things was there. Theme park memories. I was 18 or 19, and a group of friends of mine decided to go to the Magic Mountains. But before we went in, we took a bunch of magic mushrooms. Uh, It made the... 45 minute wait for Goliath feel like you know a lifetime and I started peeking when we got on the ride and me and my friend sat in the very front of the ride and he's Mexican but he has long hair and big features he looked like a Native American And on the ride, it felt like we were hunting on the back of a buffalo. And I look over and I see him, and he's just this Native American, and I feel like we're we're chasing something, and I'm freaking out. And the ride hasn't even started. Uh, But once we get off the ride, I feel like we just like accomplished something. I felt like a big sense of accomplishment, Um, even though we didn't get whatever we're hunting for and I feel like that is one of those memories I'll cherish forever theme park memories
My theme park memory happened at SeaWorld. It's not necessarily the happiest memory, but one that really brings shame to my family. What happened was we were watching a Circus Soleil water show, and they pulled my dad from the audience to be in it. They put him in a hamster ball on the water and made him race another dad in his own hamster ball. My dad lost. He fell down multiple times, and it was really embarrassing. I watched 200 people laugh and make fun of my dad. And I really couldn't look at him for the rest of the day. I, I thought he was stronger than that. I, I thought he would bring my family honor. But really, we all just hung our heads down in shame because our dad was, was a loser that day. Theme park memories. Hi, um, so yeah, um, hi. So, um, <laughs> as you know, I've been, um, victimized many times um, throughout my life and uh, I like to think of myself as as a victim um, and and I, th I feel like it empowers me to realize I'm a victim and I was this this particular complaint is about um, a time that I was actually at um, I was at not very far and I, I do enjoy funnel cakes although they, they do give me gastrointestinal problems I I'm, I'm, I'm I have celiacs and many many uh, ailments where I'm not supposed to eat them but I love funnel cakes and I was in line for a funnel cake and while I was in line, uh, I, I had made the decision uh, to to go to uh, one of the one of the shows, uh, and I'm, I'm very much into theater. And I went, well, what happened was, is I went to this show, and I and, and Snoopy picked he, he picked Joel Jimenez um, to go up on stage, but I was raising my hand much much harder and heavier and higher and stronger with much more pride, and it it, it offended me quite quite much that he picked Joel and. You know, Joel went up and did his thing, and I, I personally, I, I thought it was, it was, it was entertaining. Um, but when, when he, when, 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 when Joel got off stage, I, I confronted him, and and I didn't say anything uh, to confront him, but I, I, I stared at him for for a while um, from behind a, a bigger, stronger man, and when when Joel walked past me, uh, he tried to shake my hand and 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 say hello and. I, I'm not sure what got into him, but he pulled out his pants down, and he had a he had a purple, um, uh, uh, a rubbery purple, purplish uh, genital uh, that he smacked me in the face with, and I had to have dental reconstructive surgery because of what what Joel did to me when he he dildo smacked my wisdom tooth, and um, even now as I'm talking, you can tell that my voice just <laughs> the same. It isn't the same. It isn't. It isn't the same. It's not right. It's not right what he did. I'm canceling Joel. Joel, you're canceled. Joel Jimenez, you, you're, you're canceled, Joelberg. You're done, Joelberg. My tooth. You did this to me. Theme park memories. Mister. Robert Thompson. Okay, Mr. Robert. Mr. Hefe, huge fan. I'm a comedian who grew up on, grew up playing in punk bands, so I have a lot of love for no effects. I have an NSFU comedy theme park podcast 
That's pretty cool, dude. Could you congratulate my podcast on 31 episodes and share a quick theme park memory for the pod? All right. Thank you, my man. What's up, Robert Thompson? That's cool you're into comedy. I'm into comedy. Yeah, lots of fun. Fun, fun, fun for everyone. Cool. What's the name of your podcast? This is El Jefe here, and I'd like to congratulate NSFW on 31 episodes of their theme park podcast. Comedy theme park podcast. Let me see. I have a memory of a theme park. I was young. I remember uh, probably like a freshman in high school. And I remember in, I was in Sacramento, South Sacramento, and I went to this local theme park they had set up in the parking lot of the mall. And there was a girl I was trying to impress, and I had a few of my buddies. And we were trying to figure out who wanted to go on the scariest ride. And they had a ride called The Zipper. I don't know if you're familiar with The Zipper. The Zipper is a gnarly ride. You're in these little cages that swivel, and they go up and around like in this long oval, like a zipper type thing, and they're like, and they're spinning. And uh, there was this girl I was trying to impress, and I remember, I was like, hey, you wanna go on the zipper? And I'm like, oh my God, that's too scary, I would never. I'm like, well, I'm not afraid. And I go on this zipper, and it was so freaking scary, and it, it made me so sick. And I got off the ride, just like out of my mind, and wobbling, and dizzy as fuck and just threw up all over the place like three, four times in a row. I was so embarrassed. Ugh, I'll never try to be cool again. No, sir, I'm gonna stick to being a nerd. Congratulations, Robert Thompson, on 31 episodes of the NSFW Comedy Theme Park Podcast. Theme Park Memories. Why are you talking about? I'm a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Theme park memories. I was in Hollywood and I had a good time. I was looking to see if maybe they had a, you know, some bumper claws with uh, her buxom, you know, with her bosom. She's very, very well endowed, and I thought that maybe they'd have some sort of attraction with that, you know, with with Dolly's partners, but they did not, and I still had a good time. Theme park memories. When I was eight years old, my dad told me he was taking me to Disney World. We got in the car, we drove for two hours, and then we got there, it didn't look anything like the pictures. There was a castle, but it was smaller than I thought. Then when we go inside, instead of Mickey Mouse or Goofy, there's just an orthopedic surgeon in a white lab coat. Hanging from the walls are all these diagrams of tendons and joints and stuff. Then we got on this ride that just sort of hinged you back and forth. Then we cooled off in the Hall of Ligaments where they had an animatronic ACL, MCL, LCL, and PCL. And I was like, oh, Dad didn't say he was taking me to Disney World. He said he was taking me to Disney World, an amusement park dedicated to D's human needs. I've never been so happy to be surprised. It was top five days of my life. Theme park memories. Hey, this is Robert Thompson from uh, 2016. Uh, I hope that I have a podcast someday. <laughs> I'm going to leave this for me later. But I'm with John Chesky, and we're on the tram at Universal Studios, and... Every ride has a money shot, right, John? Every ride here has a part that supports you in the base. Jurassic Park, uh, Hogwarts. Hogwarts supports you in the base, like multiple rides. 
the tour has probably yes. scored you on the face. Yeah. I've literally got scored on the face like eight the, times. The bathroom ride, you get scored in the face. That's that, that, that <laughs> Theme park memories. Theme park memories. Hey, Robert, love the show. One time I was on a Ferris wheel trying to juggle babysitting two kids, eating the clam chowder bread bowl, smoking a cigarette, learning French, juggling balls. I'm like, what am I, a human octopus or something? Well, au revoir. Theme park memories. Hello, Robert. Uh, happy August. You wanted me to say that. And I hope you have one, because it's been uh, poo-poo pee pee butt before August. Hopefully it turns around. Anyways, thanks for uh, asking me to do this. A theme park memory I have. Um, there's a place in Toronto called Canada's Wonderland, and we went there for a grade 12 grad trip. And on the way there, everyone's like singing in the bus, all excited. And I was getting quite a headache. I asked everyone to be quiet. No one did. Anyways, we get there, and it's the biggest storm in the entire world. And they like lock all these high school kids in, and they're like, we're not coming back until 6 a.m. People flipped out. They were like climbing out. I tried going on a ride. I remember it felt like there were like daggers in my eyeballs because like the rain was hitting so hard. Anyways, it was a nightmare, and I was sobbing wet for about seven, eight hours, everyone got very sick. So then the bus ride home, everyone was very upset. And I thought, well, now's a good time to get everybody back. So I started singing at the top of my lungs just to piss everybody off. They were not happy, I almost got beat up, but it was a really fun memory. Hope you have a nice day, bye. Theme park memories. Hi, um, so yeah, as most of you know, um, you already know this, I, I have um, TBS, uh, tiny bladder syndrome, and it, it uh, only affects one out of five million people and it's, so it's very very rare but we have bladders about the size of a small um uh, like a coin purse not but not a regular person's coin purse but like what like a, a cabbage patch kid or a uh, large barbie doll would have as a coin purse that's the size of my bladder so as you probably have already guessed if you have any intelligence about you you would know that i, I have to urinate quite frequently and i was at the legal land uh, amusement park and uh, it was a very hot day and um, I had drank uh, quite a bit of water and uh, I was walking by uh, one of the Lego fixtures that's made out of uh, quite a few uh, quite a few yellow blocks and the yellow blocks uh, mischievously stimulated my mind and they almost forced me to have to uh, urinate and so I walked over to the nearest employee and he was about um, I don't know five to fifteen feet away and it was, it was very far away from me what I, I fear for the amount of people that go to the park and what you pay for the park I would think there would be more employees that would be more eager to help but I that's not the problem here the, the main problem here is that I walked up to him and I looked at his name tag and his name tag said Aristotle and I thought oh good I'm safe because Aristotle is, is a polymath he's one of the most intelligent people in all of history so there must be some similarity between this man all, all logic would define me and I would be so surprised if he wasn't uh, extremely intelligent as well. Well, he didn't seem to have very much intelligence in telling me where the bathroom was, because I said to him, where is the nearest restroom? And he didn't answer. And I said it again, where is the nearest restroom? Damn it. And then I realized I didn't say it out loud. I had said it in my head. And so he did not answer me. And I ended up having, I just, I went to get my pants and I told him, I said, I just peed my pants because you didn't tell me where the restroom was. And he said, you didn't say anything. And I said, I peed my pants because of you. And then he looked down and he said, you didn't pee your pants because there's no marking on my pants. You see, my bladder is so small that you can't see the, the if I urinate my pants, it won't go, it, it, doesn't, it won't exit me undies. Um, I wear me undies because they're very comfortable and they, they don't chafe. They're, they're perfect for me. And, um, 
it's very frustrating, though, that I, I peed and he didn't believe me. And so he said, you didn't pee your pants again. And I said, I did pee my pants. And I'm still um, dealing with this this post-traumatic stress disorder from this day. Um, it's, it's quite an issue in my life. And I'm just very disappointed in Aristotle. Theme Park Memories. Memories. Hey, Robert, big fan of the show. Uh, one time I was uh, on a, a trip to Bush Gardens, and uh, usually when I go to an amusement park in the summer, I tend to chafe. Uh, I chafe a lot, uh, and sometimes it gets bloody. So uh, one time I went, and I, I meant to put on some destitine uh, before the trip to maybe help with some of the pain uh, and blood that would run down my legs, but uh, I forgot it, and I used toothpaste. And it did not work. Theme Park Memories. Hey, I'm Fred Stoller. This is exciting. I want to congratulate Robert Land on 26 episodes. What a cool podcast. Wow. Oh, memories, memories. My first time doing stand-up, I was 17 a long time ago. And uh, this is back in the 80s, not the late 70s where they would smoke cigarettes in comedy clubs, so it helped that I couldn't see the crowd. There was a big crowd of smoke. I was so shy. My goal was to be like Jimmy Walker or Freddie Prince, and my jokes were so corny. Oh, it's hard to stay. It's not easy being up here. I had to fight with my mother a whole hour before she let me stay up this late. It's nonsense. And I think some people said, ah, try it again. And the improv in Manhattan, famous improv was my first place. I like roller coasters. I'm from Brooklyn, Coney Island. Oh, yes, the Cyclone. They had, uh, they had a bobsled that went off the tracks. It was amazing. Oh, no, I'm a big roller coaster fan. I, I mean, I grew up in Coney Island, and... There was a move in the 70s, Cyclone or Roller or something, but I was an extra in a movie, I forgot what it was called, uh, Sweet Liberty with Alan Alda, where I had to ride on a roller coaster over and over. What a job. So uh, I'm going to check out Robertland. I'm enjoying uh, talking about it. So 26... Let's do more than 26 more. More. Theme Park Memories. Uh, so, oh, hi. Yeah, um, so, um, last year, uh, I, was, I was at Disneyland, and I was in Star Wars Land, and I had waited for a very long time to get into the cantina. Um, as most of you know, uh, I have very bad knees, very bad shins, and I have a, a, a rare... Uh, problem with, with my pinky toes that makes standing uh, very, very hard for me, very difficult, and I consider myself um, quite the victim uh, because of this, and uh, I'm starting a hashtag soon for it, but I, I, I'm, I'm digressing, here, here we go, um, so I waited for a long time to get into the cantina, and they finally sat me, and they gave me a uh, spacecraft, which is a I play on words, uh, which sometimes are offensive, but this, this spacecraft was not, uh, it's a craft beer, so it wasn't very offensive at this time, although I believe that the term beer was actually stolen uh, from an indigenous uh, person, and so, but I do support anything Star Wars, because George, George Lewis, he, he's married to a black woman, and, and so I, I, I support him, I support whatever he does, um, 
But what happened next was I was sitting uh, at the cantina and I was drinking my space browns and I I was looking at the opposite direction of where my spacecraft was because there's a lot of scenery and textures that were, you know, they take advantage of you there. They really do take advantage of you and they kind of, they kind of, they kind of, they force you to look at these textures and these things from the movies. So I was looking into this and when I looked back, um, Brian had been uh, sat next to me and uh, I, I did not introduce myself to him, but he, he I, I recognized him from, from Facebook. And he had sent my beer and, you know, this was last year, um, before coronavirus was official, but I had some really weird fevers, and although I've been tested uh, seven times, and I don't have the antibodies, I, I think I, I think Ryan gave me coronavirus. I will never get over that. Theme park memories. Theme park memories. One time I was at the Mall of America going on the SpongeBob roller coaster, and uh, I went, I just, I had a ball that day. That was the day that Brett Favre joined the Vikings, so... I remember being on the roller coaster and I cried like a little girl because of Brett Favre. And then I also uh, came in my pants. Uh, but that had nothing to do with Brett Favre, I can assure you that. It um, actually had everything to do with Brett Favre. I'm a big fan. Theme Park Memories. Robert, what's up, man? Congratulations on uh, 36 37. episodes of Robert Land. What an accomplishment. What, a, what an odd landmark to celebrate. <laughs> interesting one, interesting choice, but... Congratulations, man. Big fan of the, uh, the theme parks. That's almost two-thirds of a year. And yeah. We do I, all one yeah. every week, you know. Very interesting. The uh, whole trimester of a baby. For yeah. whole, uh, uh, pregnancy. Oh, there you go. That's there interesting. Go. Still super cool, man. Appreciate uh, all your support. Dude, quick theme park memories, man. I remember my favorite theme park memory. Uh, I don't have a lot of good memories at theme parks yeah. because my girlfriend... Of a long time ex girlfriend now made me go to Disneyland about eight times. It's an annual pass holder. Yeah, she's one of those crazy Disney girls. In ten months, and I was not thrilled with that. So, but if I had to pick a favorite ride, mine would be X at Magic Mountain. I don't know about these guys. X two. X two. Yeah. yeah that also, was... that same girl made him dress up as Captain Jack Sparrow. Yep. Uh, you can find it on his individual Instagram. It was a great costume. Good costume. Yeah. What's uh? You guys got a favorite? Ride? into the water. I had just one little... So you were a murderer. Yeah, I had one wow. little pool okay. that I would just throw them all into. and I would, well, That's the best part about the game. Is yeah. You can do whatever you want. Murder people. Murder. So I have a line that leads nowhere. Yes. Yeah. I murdered a lot of people. So hopefully that's not the same thing as Robert Lamb, but congratulations, Congratulations, buddy. man. Appreciate it. Later! Theme Park Memories. Hello, Robert. I love the show. This is, uh... This is Tarnal. Uh, yes, yeah, sometimes I like to go on after the fair when it comes into town and, uh... 
you know, it's all the guy, all the guys you, on, you have on the show. You guys are talking about all the roller coasters and stuff. They don't quite have a roller coaster, but they do have, uh, they do have um, uh, methamphetamine, which I inject into my ass. Um, it is sort of like a roller coaster. Okay, bye. Theme park memories. Theme park memories. Hey, Robert, big fan of the show. Uh, I remember going to Excalibur in Las Vegas one time with the family, uh, and I left them there. And uh, that is a big thing to get off my chest. Uh, my kids have been trying to contact me for many years. Um, it just, this show reminds me of that. Theme park memories. One time my friends and I were at Six Flags, and we're on a ride that boasted that at the top of it, you went zero G for four seconds. So we took a penny up, and right when we hit the top, we let the penny go. And sure enough, it floated in the air around us for four seconds. We were unbelievably amazed until the ride started rolling back and we dropped the penny. It was a cool moment for us. Not so much for the little girl standing beneath the ride who took a penny to the head at terminal velocity. It's a good day, though. Theme park memories. Hi, oh, hi. So, uh, uh, a few years ago, um, I was a... Um, I went to Second City in Chicago, and um, this is during a time when the kind of transition of society was happening, where we were very offensive and very immature, and and mostly I'm mostly ashamed of what we did, but we it, this is when we liked comedy, and now obviously comedy is a very unhealthy thing. It pushes boundaries too often. It makes people think um, very unhealthy thoughts, and. Um, it's mostly just offensive, and I just I don't approve of comedy. But at the time, um, several years ago, when I was still um, very naive and immature, I, I I went to Chicago and I was um, at the Second City, and there was um, there were comedians, oh, clowns you might call them, on stage, and, and they asked if an audience member wanted to go up, and I I I I generally. I generally don't go up on stages. I don't believe in them. I don't think that they're right, and I don't think it's fair to um, hold anyone higher than anybody else. And a stage is definitely something that does that. It makes you seem like you're more important than somebody else, and I, I, I think it, it's, it's against equality. So um, I, it's neither here nor there, but I do think we should be removing stages from everywhere in the country um, because all they've done is helped elevate straight white males. <laughs> and um, I'm sorry, I'm getting... My eyes are watering, and I'm getting a little emotional because I'm, I'm so I'm so angry at what they're doing and what they've done to our country. Well, one of those straight white males uh, is a man named Adam Martinez, and what happened when I went on stage um, to be part of their game, to be their their just to be a piece of property for them to make fun of. So I went on stage, and I don't even remember what they said, but when I looked at Adam, um, I could tell that he was... I, I could tell he could take pleasure in hurting my feelings and making fun of me, and the audience laughed quite a bit. They made fun of... Um, I, I have uh, rather robust um, breasts for a male, and they made fun of them. And uh, my eyes um, are, are very big, and I, 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 did, I did have a look of fear on my face. I have stage fright. And I, I'm the victim here, but Adam made a joke about me and the audience laughed. And I didn't laugh along. That should have been a sign that he should have stopped. He didn't ask if I could, he could keep joking. He basically comedy raped me. And 
I'm pretty sure he was mostly white. I think he might be Mexican, mixed with a couple things, but mostly white. White enough to where he is a straight white male, and I, I never got an apology for what he did to me, and I, I'm still having Zoom therapy sessions because of it, and I, I'm sorry. I, I think we, I think we need to stop the interview. Theme park memories. Miss. One time I went on over to the bush gardens and uh, I shaved my pubes in the bushes because I thought it'd be funny to tell everyone that I shaved my bush in bush gardens. And then I was arrested. And uh, this is where I am today. They're very strict in Tampa. Theme park memories. Yo, yo, Robert Land, Galen Nash here, the first memory that pops up into mind, like the very first thing that I think about when I think about amusement parks is my first kiss. And it was outside of Ghost Rider at Knott's Berry Farm during like an eighth grade trip. And you know, we were playing like Truth or Dare and it was my friend up and you know, I had to be like, hey man, like dare me to kiss her, dare me to kiss her. And so then, you know, he was like, I dare you to kiss Galen. And then everyone was like, ew. And she was like, ew. And then I had to pretend like my feelings weren't totally hurt. But still got the kiss. So, huh, huh, huh. memories. Hey, so my name's Tyler Riggers, and this is my story about a theme park. Uh, so when I was about seven or eight, I went to this theme park called Silverwood, which is up in, kind of by like Spokane, Washington, uh, but it's on the Idaho side. Um, anyway, so I went up there with my family and my sister, who was... Uh, probably like six at the time and we go up there and we're so excited it's like this end of summer trip that we've been planning all summer and we're gonna spend a couple days up there we get up there and it's just raining non-stop all weekend so they closed Silverwood for our big Silverwood trip and this park is really cool it has like wooden roller coasters and a uh, bunch of like log rides it's pretty awesome um but we we got up there and it was raining everything was closed i think there was like one like museum thing you could walk through but that was it um so my parents felt really bad so they decided they'd take us to toys r us and they told us we could get anything we wanted and um like anything so they were like guys let me get one thing do whatever you want. It could be a bike, uh, Super Nintendo, whatever. Um, and so my sister and I just spent like probably an hour walking through the store trying to find like the best thing. And uh, I ended up getting a like a $20 Tiger Electronics tailspin game. And then my sister, she got a $3 hula hoop. And my parents were looking at us like, what? That's it? But, uh, yeah, we did not, two children that did not know the value of money back then. Theme Park Memories. Hey everyone, this is William Hung from American Idol. I want to say congratulations for your podcast, Roll Betland, on almost 40 episodes. What an amazing ride and an amusing park it is. So here's a special gift for all of you. And just do it. Be what you want to be. Do what you want to do. Be true yourself. And just do it. 
Be what you want to be, do what you want to do, because it's all up to you. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. Hi, this is Robert and Your show sucks. Fuck you, dude. Theme Park Memories. One of my most devastating memories was probably when I was about 10 years old at Disneyland, and I parted by the churro machine. I thought it was safe. Who the hell was going to hear it, right? Toddlers were cursing. Grown men cried. It was awful, but it made me the man that I am today. Theme Park Memories. Hey, uh, Ted here. I love Robert Land a lot. I listen to every episode. I was wondering if you wouldn't mind if me uh, and Gil Cisneros could uh, join you for an episode. We'd love to talk about how your show sucks, dude. Fuck you, bro. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. It was the summer of 1987. The summer that young Josh Robert Thompson, his balls not yet dropped, would see his first pair of boobies. It all happened at the Ohio water park called Dover Lake. Long since dormant, Dover Lake was the hot spot for water activities, and no attraction was more famous than the wave pool. A giant petri dish pool filled with piss and shit and hormones, a man-made wave so fantastically grandiose it would knock every man, woman, child, and dog flat on their ass. Young Josh Robert Thompson lay in the pool, clinging to a raft, waiting for the giant wave to arrive. And then it happened. A towering mass of blue shit-colored water began to rise and build and suddenly crash down on everybody in the pool. When Josh came up from the water, he noticed about him several bikini tops floating nearby. Yes, the giant wave had knocked the tops of most of the girls' bikinis off, exposing their breasts to the hot, baking Ohio sun. It was a glorious day, and young Josh Robert Thompson would return to that pool many times that summer. Theme Park Memories. One time I was at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Universal Studios in Florida, and I thought that I saw, um, was it Ron Weasley or Ed Sheeran? One of the two. They look like, they kind of look like each other. They're both ginger. I think he plays guitar, or maybe he's Harry Potter's friend. I saw one of them, but, uh, yeah, I think I'd make a great employee here at Domino's Pizza. Theme Park Memories. Oh, hi. Um, so, I am, as you, most of you already know, if you read my blog and you see most of my social media uh, posts, I, I have been a victim um, for most of my life. And if you haven't been a victim, then you, you have no room to have an opinion on this situation. But for me, I, 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 I blame others for all of my problems. And one of the others that I blame um, is a fellow named Josh Robert Thompson. Uh, so... I was at the dark maze um, a few years ago because my therapist said that I should try some exposure uh, therapy, meaning that um, some of the things that I complain about and that I am afraid of, instead of complaining about them and saying that, that I'm scared of them and I never want to overcome them, that I should expose myself a little bit to them um, in order to uh, maybe perhaps strengthen myself, which I think is a very um, disgusting thing to tell uh, 
one of your clients if you're a therapist because we're coming to you for therapy. We, we need to complain. And we also don't want necessarily want to get better. But yet they tell you you should go try these things. Well, he, he's no longer my therapist. And I digress. Let me get back to the story. So I, I went to the dark maze because I am scared of, 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 of the dark. And not, not if there's anything wrong with the dark. I just... I wish there was no such thing as dark because it's very frightening to me. And while I was in the dark maze, I, I heard uh, I thought, what I thought was Jeff Goldblum, the actor. Now, as you know, uh, he's, he's one of my favorite actors. And I, what I love about him is that he uh, has a very sharp nose and, and he's, um, he's, very, he's very much a, 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 wonderful, a wonderful actor. And, and, and he was in Jurassic Park which, although is quite a speciesist movies against dinosaurs, which I think is um, disgusting to be speciesist, but I still, I still very much appreciate him, as well as the movie The Fly. Um, again, another movie that I feel like was very speciesist against flies, but I digress. Um, so I thought I heard Jeffrey Goldblum, and I was very excited, so I went over to get his autograph. And when I turned around the, the corner, uh, what I presume was the corner, because it was very dark, I couldn't see. Um, uh, in fact, it wasn't Jeffrey Goldblum at all. It was this actor, uh, Joshua Robert Thompson. Uh, you might know him from Family Guy, and if you're a fan of his, you might have seen the Josh Robert Thompson show. He's the official Bake Arnold. He's also the official Morgan Freeman. Uh, but in my head, he's, he's officially uh, a fascist, because what he did was he tricked me just like something Hitler would do, he tricked me into thinking that Jeffrey Goldblum was around the corner. And then when I get around the corner, I find out it's just Josh Robert Thompson. You're, you're not Jeffrey Goldblum. This is an impersonation. This isn't right. If you are not born Jeffrey Goldblum, then how could you act like Jeffrey Goldblum? And what if someone needed Jeffrey Goldblum at the time and went to go find Jeffrey Goldblum? And then they were disappointed to find out that you weren't Jeffrey Goldblum. You can't get me under the Jurassic Park ride. You can't do that. You can't be a, a, a Chef Goldblum in, in Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie. But you did that to me. He tricked me. Well, I thought, okay, fine. I will complain to the staff here. I will write a letter. I will write a, a Yelp review. And I will try to get people to cancel him. Hashtag. So I went on with my day. I took a big gulp. And I said, okay, I'm going to get through this. This challenge is accepted and I'll get through it. But then I continued on the maze, and what I thought I heard, one of I should have been scared. Because there's a straight white male that is very famous, very strong, and probably guilty of everything that is wrong in this world, and his name is George Lucas. And I thought I heard George Lucas, and I was, I thought we're saved, because George Lucas, he doesn't make scary movies, he makes movies about the stars, and wars in the stars, and how the wars should end. So I thought, if I find George Lucas, we'll all be safe. Because I'm in this maze and I'm freaking out. Well, who do you think it was when I got around the next corner and I thought I would be saved by George Lucas? Who do you think it was? Was it Jeff Goldblum? Close. No, it was Joshua Robert Thompson. So I will see you in court for scaring me and putting me back into more therapy. Well, I was still in therapy, but now you put me into extra therapy on top of the therapy. So I'm, again just absolutely disgusted and appalled. 
good day to you, sir. And, oh, and, and by the way, um, if you're listening to this, happy Halloween. Um, I won't be trick-or-treating this year, though, because I don't want to spread the COVID, but I will be in my house, and I, I won't be watching scary movies. Uh, but uh, I do have a, um old T-shirt that was um, purchased at a thrift store with Elvira on it. So, happy Halloween, Josh Robert Thompson. I'll see you in court. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. We used to go to Halloween Horror Nights um, growing up, and uh, we used to always go to Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando, which was fun because you couldn't tell who was a scary monster and who was a Floridian. But we always kind of knew uh, to be scared for both of them. And um, there used to be people walking around, and they had fake chainsaws, and we'd go to the haunted houses. And one time somebody scared my brother so hard, and my brother punched the guy in the face. And they, nothing happened. He went back into the shadows. And I remember thinking, even, you know, at that age, maybe being 16, 17, thinking to myself, like, they can't be getting paid that much. And now this guy had to get punched in the face and then go back to work. So, uh, but then we also used to smuggle in booze and camel packs. And we'd smuggle in uh, Jim Beam and Coca-Cola bottles because it looked exactly the same. But other than that, it was, uh, it was, you know, probably worth the 60 bucks to get scared in Halloween Horror Nights Orlando. Theme Park Memories. Um, hello, Robert. Uh, I've been listening to the program for a while now. I've been watching you and observing you. And, you know, I am a big fan of uh, theme parks. I haven't been too many, though. I, I do love to go to Petco for amusement uh, because I have a cat and I like to buy the cat's food and toys. And, uh, one time I was feeling uh, liberated and I actually ate cat food from the can. Uh, but, uh, you know, I want to get back to what I was originally pleasing uh, a voicemail for. You have ignored me on social media. Uh, I would love to get in contact with you and I would love to uh, wear your face as a skin mask. So please, Robert, get back to me. Okay, bye. Theme Park Memories. Robert Thompson, what's up, dude? How you doing? Gary Holt here from Exodus, formerly from Slayer. And hey, look, I'm here to congratulate your dopey theme park comedy podcast on 42 episodes. Dude, and I uh, share my favorite theme park ride. For many years ago, I went to a, a county fair with my drummer, Tom Honey, and they put us in the most terrifying dangerous ride ever and uh i think i almost threw up but it was just a teacup ride and the one i was in they were able to make go faster than all the others because they saw us laughing and they put us in that and uh g-forces were spectacular <laughs> now my back is too bad for that show but i do love a good theme park ride anyway all the best robert take care bye-bye theme park memories <laughs> so as most of you know i'm a huge fan of american horror stories yeah because of all of my traumas and things that I, I've been a victim of throughout my life, I, I, I feel like I, I, it's kind of a purge. It kind of lets off a little bit of steam when I watch horror shows. An American Horror Story is it's exactly that. It, it really is. It's like therapy for me. But my therapist says I shouldn't watch it, but I still do. And then I complain to my therapist about what it does to me. And, and, but that, that's not the point. I'm not, I'm not here to talk about my, my, my night terrors. I'm here to talk about when I went to... Uh, American Horror Story convention uh, last year. One of my favorite characters, uh, he, he, he was at the convention, and 
I was I was waving at him uh, profusely. I, 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 was, I was doing my best to, to get his attention and show him some, some, some respect and honor him by asking for an autograph. And I waved and I waved and I waved. And this person has very bad eyesight, apparently, um, because many albinos uh, have bad eyesight. But I don't think that's an excuse. I think he was ignoring me because of my gender or possibly a political affiliations or... I, uh, maybe he already knows of me. Maybe he's read my blog and he's aware of me and just wanted to insult me. It was kind of a microaggression, really. And I kept waving and his eyes were... I was five feet in front of him. His eyes were fluttering back and forth, and I said, hello, Nathan, 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 and I he ignored me. Well, he was saying something, but I couldn't hear him because I kept saying, Nathan, 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 and and he just walked right by me after staring at me and saying something for a while, but I don't know what he said. And uh, if you if you do see him on this episode, please tell him, uh, please tell him uh, that, 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 that I just want to get his autograph and please get his autograph for me. And 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 if you could mail it to me, that would be uh, wonderful. I, I will DM you with the details because I'm definitely terrified of giving people my actual address on a podcast like this. Because as you guys know, this podcast it draws in a lot of very very bad triggering type of people and. I hope you guys have a great Halloween. Also, I, I I would just like to make sure that we can... Can we please get Nathan canceled? Just... Please. Cancel. Cancel Nathan. Theme Park Memories. Hello! I just wanted to say Happy Halloween to the Robert Land Podcast from Hank Azaria. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. Hey, Robert. Big fan of the show. Big fan of theme parks. Uh, when I was a little bit younger... Uh, I had a little bit of a drinking problem. I uh, went on down to Gatorland in Florida, and uh, I thought it'd be cute when I was, uh, you know, boozing it, to maybe show the gator what uh, human genitals look like, and he proceeded to bite my nuts clear off, uh, which is, uh, you know, was a big, big life-changing moment for me, and uh, I speak to kids about the dangers of alcoholism, but uh, most of the time they just want to hear about how I I don't have uh, balls. Theme Park Memories. Oh, God. This is Harvey Feierstein, the gay Jewish guy from Independence Day. My favorite ride at theme parks is the roller coaster, because it scares the fuck out of me. Theme Park Memories. Hey, what's your show about? What do you guys talk about on your show? Let me on. I can, I can fart the ABCs. <laughs> Later. Theme Park Memories. My spookiest Halloween on record was when I was nine years old. My mother took me to the spooktacular Halloween event at Six Flags. I snuck away, got lost, and found myself in the underbelly of the amusement park. Suddenly, I found before me all the prizes and games I had always longed for but was never able to win at the bottle toss or the basketball shot. I grabbed as many of the giant stuffed teddy bears as my nine-year-old arms could carry. Perhaps my greed had awakened the spirit of Halloween or it had triggered something far more sinister. But when I looked back, I saw one of the skeleton decorations start to move a little bit. The skeleton walked toward me, gaining on me. But this wasn't one of the ordinary-looking plastic skeletons. This one was very realistic, perhaps made from real bone. And the skeleton itself was covered with this meat and organs wrapped in skin. And on top of the skin was a security guard's uniform. And his face was the face of pure evil. Where are your parents, he called out. 
who knows what sinister intentions he had for them. I responded by heroically soiling my pants and weeping. Theme Park Memories. Hey, so my name's Tyler Riggers, and this is a story about my first time on Splash Mountain. So, I went to Disneyland for the first time when I was, I think, about seven years old, maybe. Um, which I feel like is the perfect age for uh, Disneyland. Because you're still, you still have that magical wonder, but you're not old enough to be, like, cynical and jaded about stuff. Or an angsty teen. So, it was prime Disneyland age for me. Um, and I really wanted to go on Splash Mountain the whole time, and I remember finally getting there uh, and I was really excited to see all the cartoon characters and stuff in it and like the talking animals and um, we get there and I was like I had a lot of trepidation though because I didn't I was afraid of the end like the giant log plume when it falls down at the end of the ride you kind of you're taking a log and then it goes off like a waterfall cliff thing in case you guys aren't familiar like and it splashes down um, so I was really nervous and I was hoping I, like, I A was scared and I B didn't want to get wet. So I was hoping that we'd get put in the back of the uh, log ride. And I remember getting there and it looked like we had a pretty good shot because we were like lined up to get in the back of the seat. But then it, uh, the, um, right before like we started to load, the log ride moved up another slot. So then we went from being in the very back of one log ride log to the very front of the other one so my dad and I are in the front and I'm just like oh no oh no and so the whole ride I'm worried about like crashing at the end and I can hardly enjoy the singing animals um and so we get to the end of the uh log ride and you can kind of tell even if it's your first time when the like end is and when you're gonna go over this giant waterfall and the animals are kind of like look out and um, so it's coming up, and so I decide to like try to hide. So I put my head under like the dashboard of the front of the log, basically. So I bend my head down and I put my head under it. So I'm hoping like maybe I won't get wet and maybe I'll be more protected. And I do that just as we crest over the top of the thing. And the log goes down, it hits the bottom, and my head, I, my head bounced up and the back of it hit the like enclosed part of where the, kind of the dashboard of the log, and it hurt really bad. And then uh, the funny thing was we went to look at the pictures of the ride, and I wasn't there, it just looked like an empty seat because I was like hiding under the, uh, the dash. So that's my, uh, that's my Splash Mountain story. It's a big wimp. Theme Park Memories. Hey Robert, it's JP from uh, Life on Blast. And um, dude, I love theme parks, I love the show. Uh, I remember this time when I was 13, I went to the first Universal Halloween Hot. Uh, shit my pants. Yeah, I guess Flaming Hot Cheetos and uh, Starbucks coffee are no match to uh, jump scares. So, um, yeah. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. I remember one time I was uh, on the teacups at uh, Disneyland, and uh, I started to vomit profusely. 
It was disgusting. I started throwing up everywhere, and I got all over my shirt, and I went to a cast member at Disneyland. I says, hey, uh, that ride made me throw up. And the guy says, why don't you take a drama mean before? A drama mean? I'm like, what is that? What does a drama mean? What does that mean? What is that supposed to mean? He says, well, it's supposed to help with, uh, anxiety, with uh, uh, nausea. I'm like, wow, okay. And then, you know what I did is I, I uh, took my ring finger, and uh, I, I uh, with the rest of my fingers, and I, I put, I, uh, I, uh, made a fist, and I punched him right in the fucking throat, and I says, all right, why don't you take a draw of me? You get that? And then I was arrested uh, for punching a man in the throat, but, you know, I got my point across with my ring finger and the rest of the fingers. Theme park memories. Sometimes I like to just go on to, to when they got the carnivals and uh, when they come through town, and I like to just, uh, I like to feel the breeze, you know, in my cheeks, because it gets really sweaty out there working on the farm. So when the carnival comes into town, I see the people on the Ferris wheel, and I pull down my pants and I spread my butt cheeks, and it feels good on my cheeks, and uh, people get just a bird's eye view of my asshole. Theme park memories. Hey, fool, your show sucks, dog. You fucking suck donkey dicks, fool. Rubber line fucking blows. Theme park memories. Theme park memories. So I got a theme park memory. It was back when Toy Story 2 just came out, and they opened Pizza Port. And there was this awesome Toy Story, like jungle gym, almost like Discovery Zone on crack in between Innovations and Space Mountain. And I was probably too old to go through it. I think it was like 12 or so, or 13 probably, like on the cusp of being way too old to go through it. But I fucking went through it anyway. It was Anyways, I would go through this, this jungle gym that they built. It was all Toy Story themed out. And it smelled like shit because all the kids were taking off their shoes and, you know, little kids shitting their pants going through this. But I remember they they just built rocket rides, too, which ended up being my favorite ride right next to it. Anyways, that's my favorite theme park memory. The whole jungle gym started off, like, at the bottom. Now it's the speed pass line for Space Mountain, but it started off at the bottom where Pizza Port is, went all the way up to the top where you get into Space Mountain, but that whole area was just a jungle gym. You just climbed through things. It was pretty awesome. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. My favorite Thanksgiving moment would probably have to... Yeah, you just leave it right there. I'll come get it. Amazon is the best probably be growing up. Growing up, I grew up in a household with a very Italian mother and an Italian father, which was pretty apropos for being their son. And my mother would make a traditional Italian turkey Thanksgiving dinner, which was lasagna first. Sometimes she'd stuff the lasagna in the turkey to kill two birds with one stone. She'd also put lasagna and turkey inside the lasagna so that it was two birds that she murdered for one stone that she would get super high on, on drugs and then just throw rocks at uh, these birds that she hoped were turkeys and it turned out one of them was the other one was something we had to explain to the neighbors that we 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 had no idea where the hell their dog went but we enjoyed the dinner and the most important thing to me for any 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 halloween thanksgiving is that a family was there and the only only thing that mattered to me was there's a house full of family and friends and we're all having fun and and just the smell of the air conditioned in that house um I don't know, I really enjoyed it, and Thanksgiving should be uh, something that you can come back to a memory, or a person, or 
criminal sentence and enjoy yourself. Thanksgiving was started as a crime and now we get to celebrate it by stuffing our faces for it. So I think that like anything else, a lot of the holidays we celebrate probably started off as mass murders. But it's nice to eat food and feel good and satiate yourself. So everybody is deserved a buffet once, once in a while, a week, once a week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and everyone, happy Thanksgiving. Charlie Brown, that guy never found anything resembling a pumpkin. Theme Park Memories. Hey, Robert, big fan of the show. I remember uh, years ago, I went to the Universal Studios Florida. They did a Fear Factor Live show, and uh, my kids pushed me to get up there and volunteer, and I did. And uh, the host uh, proceeded to give me worms. Uh, and then uh, he bent me over in front of the crowd and uh, fucked me right in the ass. Uh, it was pretty disturbing. Uh, there's actually a lawsuit pending still for some reason. Uh, I was, uh, you know, sodomized in front of an audience of families eating churros. So I have no idea why that is still uh, a problem. But I'm coming to you, Robert, for some legal advice. Please contact me. My name is Jim. Theme Park Memories. Um, hi. So uh, I, I was really excited to do a theme park memory and you probably you, if you read my blog which most people do you know that I've been a victim most of my life and I feel like I've been a victim today of, of a cal- calendar misinterpretation and I about seven or eight of my past therapists told me that this uh, syndrome doesn't exist but that just makes me realize that they're they're part of the problem because what I, what I really like to do is, is just 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 wish Robert Land a, a happy Thanksgiving episode, and more importantly than uh, Thanksgiving, which is a, a brutal holiday that celebrates nothing but just suffering and 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 turkey. And, but more importantly, is this episode is, is to commemorate it. And just say thank you and congratulations to Robert Land for doing your 50th episode. It's truly fantastic and. Even though there have been times when I felt like I was misrepresented uh, during this, and and, and, and I, I feel like, like this podcast should be a little bit more political, but either way, thank you so much for doing this podcast, and, and, and happy 50th, Robert Lennon and, and Robert, and, 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 and just, just, just happy 50th from Terry. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. Hey, my name's Humphrey Hillam McGillicuddy. Uh, my favorite ride is definitely the roller coaster. I like the twists and turns that it takes you on. And, uh, you know, Robert, I think that you should definitely contact uh, Church of Latter-day Saints. Uh, we've got some uh, problems with you. You've made a few Mormon jokes on the show. And uh, we'd like to have Elder uh, Elder Bam Bam McGillicuddy, uh, which is my nephew. Uh, he is a, he's a triathlon uh, expert, and he's really buff. Uh, we'd like to have him punch you in the, in the balls, because you're real, real funny, Al. So go fuck yourself, and uh, Feliz Navidad. Theme Park Memories. I'll never forget being eight years old, getting off of Pirates of the Caribbean with my father. And he whispers to himself, well, it's official. Bags have finally taken over. I think the year was 1992. It's a beautiful moment. Theme Park Memories. Hi, um, so I have a few uh, gripes, um, maybe just one gripe, this is a main gripe, and I've taken a lot of slack lately, um, because I'm a victim, and I've been marginalized and victimized many times in my life, and in so many ways, and it's, it's, it's very unfair, because it, it's, 
it, it really makes it very hard to, to, to be taken seriously in our society uh, that is run by the evil male patriarchy. Now, I am a man, and uh, I don't like to identify as anything, though, because I don't want to offend anybody. And also, I am white, but I also feel very guilty about it. And so I thought how I could work through this guilt was going to go into the unit. Which you know, I raised the money through my GoFundMe for charity. I spread the good, good word. That's why I have the pass to go to Disneyland. And I thought I would go to the Star Wars uh, Jedi training. And Jackson Bake was there. And he got... We both raised our hands. He got... He, he got picked to do the training, Jedi training. Sir. This might not seem like a lot to some, and... Maybe, maybe I can understand that you would be thinking that I shouldn't be picking this hill to die on, but I'm always such a victim, and this is just yet another example of me being a victim. Should I, should I, should I just ignore the suffering that I go through just because Ethiopia is going through a civil war and people are being murdered in the streets? Does that mean that my not getting picked to be a Jedi training student is not a priority? As a social justice warrior, should that not be fixed in the world that I live in? Because my suffering is equal to that of an Ethiopian child that is murdered. So why, why did Jackson not stand up and make a little rap about how I should have been the one chosen to be a Jedi training example in front of all the other people? I should have been up there. I, me, Terry, should have been up there. So when you see Jackson, you can tell him to bank on the fact that I'm taking him down. I'm going to call Jackson Dorsey of Twitter and have his account canceled. So he can wrap it up. Like wrap up the thing he was going to say. Not, not do a rap. He can't do raps anymore. Not if I have anything to say about it. Thank you for hearing me out on this episode. I know I've complained a couple times, but I, I feel that... It's very important that I speak up for the marginalized people that don't get picked when they raise their hand at a amusement park. Thank you. Thank you for hearing me out. I feel very supportive. This, this podcast is definitely a safe space. Robert Land is a safe space for people that are marginalized. Theme Park Memories. Theme Park Memories. Robert sucks dick. The show fucking sucks. Dude, fuck you. Hey, I'll suck my butthole. Theme Park Memories. Hey, is this Robert Land? Hi, I, I, I'm a big fan. My name's Gunther. Uh, sometimes I like to go on down to Knott's Berry Farm, where they've got that fake train robbery on the train, where the, the people like to, you know, fake rob people. Sometimes I like to just dress up as a bank robber and rob people for real. <laughs> it is a hoot. Theme Park Memories. Hey, uh, my name's Tim Allen. No, no relation to, to other Tim Allen. Uh, I just wanted to call and leave a message for your podcast. Because your podcast sucks, bro. You fucking suck dick, dude. Fuck you, Robert. Theme Park Memories. Hey, what's going on, Robert Thompson? WWE Hall of Famer, The Godfather here. Our Sir Charles, our maybe Papa Shango, you take your pick. But uh, I wanted to congratulate you on 24 episodes of the podcast, Robert Man. Oh, yeah, I've heard it, man. It's good stuff. And, uh... Oh, wow. We have a birthday, too. Well, Robert, let's shout out to your Aunt Vicky. It says Aunt Vicky has a crush. Is she having on you or me? 
Well, you know what? We could have put Aunt Vicky on the whole train. You know, I don't know what Aunt Vicky looks like, but hey, we could have done it. We could have worked it. Anyway, uh, happy birthday to Aunt Vicky. And it's time once again for everybody, including my man Robert, who knows me as Sir Charles, Papa Shango, Kama, Kama Mustafa, the man of all that, to come aboard the whole train. If you just come outside We'll go to Mars and get some candy bars You must be from way in a park Cause sugar you have my heart yeah. oh, 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 oh. I don't tell you to fun Yeah A little taste of something sweeter Sweet, you 